It is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by SeatGeek. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. If I, uh, if you're wondering why the heck I sound like this, it's because I'm in the middle of BattleBots. I have called 42 fights in two days, what? screaming at the top of my lungs. This is my day off from BattleBots. So after this, I won't be speaking to many people. So I can hopefully return my voice to normal. How, how shitty does it sound? It's not bad. 42? Are you kidding me? And I know that like no. BattleBots is not like this, where you're just sitting talking to Mike. You guys are into it. It's exciting. You're screaming. That so, is true. Man, I feel for you. I feel for you, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. There's no no doubt about it. It's pretty unreal. So you're a legend. No, just working. It's all that's all people who are watching and listening to this show. That's all they do. So no no pats on the back. It's something I love, passionate about. It's a lot of fun. But I am keeping my eye on the games. So I've got my phone next to me. I'm watching all the baseball so I can keep up so I can talk about it. Like last night's game one of the ALCS, which is what we'll start with today. Was New York's inability to knock out Justin Verlander uh, when he was on a, a bit on the ropes early on, the biggest story of that series opener? I guess. I mean, it was the whole offensive game plan for the Yankees. I mean, 17 times they struck out. 17 times in a nine-inning game that's just not going to get the job done. Yes, they had some chances. Uh, Donaldson and Carpenter couldn't capitalize on them. Um, and, you know, I think – like half of me just wants to say, hey, it's JV, and you got to give this guy credit. He made some nasty pitches on Carpenter, especially. Donaldson, he was toying with all night. Uh, but the lack of approach the Yankees hitters showed was interesting to me because, I mean, all these guys have seen JV before. It's a difficult at bat to prepare for, but they were waving at pitches outside of the zone. They were – it just didn't seem like they had much of a plan. And like I said, I want to tip my cap to JV, but at the same time, 17 Ks, guys. It's just it's not going to get the job done. Not the way you wanted to open the game. I talked to Jimmy and Jake about the Yankees. They seem to think, Chris, the game one, they were just like, eh, not trying as hard as possible, and they were referencing some of the relievers they brought in. But to me, the biggest storyline was, yeah, that lack of approach. 17 Ks is – you're not going to win like that. Okay, so I understand that, um, right? They they burned through a lot of their high-leverage relievers in that Cleveland series just to get through it. But at that point, wasn't it a 1-1 game when Tyone was done after four innings? Yeah. So you're nearly through half of a game. You have a chance to win one in Houston, which you are mathematically going to have to do if you want to advance to the World Series. So I don't care whether it's game one, two, six, or seven. You're going to have to win one in Houston. So if you're already halfway home to having a shot of winning one, that doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense. Um, I know that everybody was bitching and moaning about Clark Schmidt coming into the game. Guess what? He got you out of a bases loaded jam. Right? I mean, am I wrong? Didn't he? Isn't that what happened with Kyle Tucker? He got, yeah, a double play. Okay. It's pretty big. No, there's no guarantee that Lou Trevino would have done that. No guarantee. Could have. No guarantee. So Clark Schmidt did great one inning, and then everybody hates him the next. I mean, listen, I, I, I don't quite get that. I don't, 
I think it was the decision to send him back out there. You get that double play. I think your job should probably be done at that point. Like, let that guy have that moment. So later on in the series, he still has that feeling. Then, yeah, you can bring in maybe some of the high leverage guys. They they have guys that they like. And Boone had some quotes after the game saying, like, we we're just trying to get through that those middle innings to save our the guys that are pitching in the winning situations. But it, it, it seemed like to me – that was that was their plan. They had a couple of bad plans. Their hitting plan bad. Their pitching uh, path to victory bad. I think they were pretty much saying our high leverage guys, the ones that pitched quite a bit in the Guardian series, not available unless they had the lead. I think that was the only time they were going to bring those guys in. Um, and like you're saying, you got to win one of these games. So I don't know if I agree with just letting letting game one go. No, because you never know how the other games are going to go. You know, you might think it'll go one way and it could zigzag another. Um, I would like to give some credit to Houston. I know in the sports world, we have a really difficult time giving other teams credit. Uh, All I saw last night was, why did we make this move? This guy stinks. That guy, you know what? The other team's got nice cars too. And Jeremy Pena is going to be driving a very nice car one day. That kid is a stud. He's awesome. He took over for one of the better players in baseball. Didn't bat an eye the entire season. Uh, was the reason they won game three up in Seattle. Provided the only run. Last night, he hit a moonshot. Got three hits. He's unreal. He's really, really good. He's a guy nobody ever talks about. Particularly, you know, when you're breaking down these two teams. It's all about Judge, Jordan, Verlander, Cole. You know, all sorts of other guys. You sleep on that kid, he could walk away with an ALCS MVP. I don't know. We're not sleeping on him at all. We talk about how impactful he's been for the Astros throughout the playoffs. You know, they're 4-0, and I think he's probably had a hit in every single game, at least putting up excellent at-bats, getting Jordan up there. Now he's providing the spark himself. I mean, two doubles and a homer last night, and I made this comparison earlier. I want to see what you what you think because I think it's so good I have to share it twice. I'm getting a little bit of Chris Davis vibes with a K on his swing. Nah, okay. Yeah, right. I can see that. Mm-hmm. The yeah. power is there. It doesn't look like he's – there's no, like, exertion there. It just comes naturally. It's the low hands, the top hand rolling over through the follow-through. It's it's everything, and that's not a bad comparison to have. Don't forget how good Chris Davis was, people. Yep. I don't know how we got Before there. I have no off. idea how we got there, but – before he fell off the face of the planet. You're right. There were several years where you're like, geez, he's awesome. Yep. I'm a big Jeremy Payne guy. Good for him. And I like the little heart for mommy. I thought that was cute. Oh, yeah. I like that too. All right. So game two today, Severino, Fromber, biggest key to New York evening the best of seven series is? Try your hardest. Like, can we, are we ah. going to try to win this game, bro? Like, and I don't know if that was just a, a Jimmy and Jake thing, but it kind of seems like, yeah, like they weren't putting their A guys out there in these situations. You have to play with a sense of urgency in these playoffs, especially against the Astros, man. Like this team is relentless. They'll sweep you in a freaking second if you let them. So I think, look, all hands on deck with the pitching staff. We got to have a better approach. It's going to be, it's difficult to have a set approach against Framber, just kind of like it is against Verlander, but we have to, you know, let's make some more contact, put some more balls in play. And then I got to figure out what's going on. Uh, with the shortstop position. I didn't like the way they ended game one hitting. I mean, Bader, you let hit, but but to have IKF and Trevino up there, like 
I'm assuming Carpenter will be on the bench. I think he's better relegated for that role, like a, a pinch hit role. I think that's where he thrived this year. So I think they just have to set it up that way. I think we got to think about not playing IKF as short. Let's see what Peraza can do. I know it's a daunting task to put him in like this in Houston in the playoff series, but we need some spark. Like you got to go out and win this game. So let's try something. Um, but just a better approach offensively is a step in the right direction. Well, I um, I mentioned to you yesterday the lack of hits that New York got in the series against Cleveland, that they didn't have more than uh, six hits in any single game. Well, that continued yesterday when they had only five hits. So um, that's going to happen when you strike out seven in 17 of your 27 outs. While Houston only struck out twice. That 15 strikeout disparity was the largest between teams in any single playoff game. So New York, I know they've got who they've got, right? They could make some lineup changes if they so wish. And I know, you know, I, I feel for Matt Carpenter, right? I mean, he's barely seen any pitching, and here yes. he is in, in some big situations against Justin Verlander and late in the game uh, against Presley, and he couldn't cash in. So I felt for him. Everybody else with the ball in play. See, the Astros do it, and they do it with pop. You know, the only team that had a lower strikeout percentage this season was the Cleveland Guardians, other than the Houston Astros. They only struck out twice against the, you know, fairly decent pitching staff. So, put it in play. Let's see what can happen. Yeah, Weird. Donaldson, like, has got to get it going. I, I mentioned him as a, a person that could swing these playoffs. Uh it wasn't it last night. I mean, he he was getting toyed with by JV. So I think he's he's someone to watch. I was going to ask you why you had your Guardians hat on. Maybe that was uh, because it right I there. didn't bring a ton of hats with me to Vegas. It's a fishing hat right now. That's not a baseball hat anymore. It's a fishing hat. So there's there's the other option. You have some volume there. I like. <laughs> it's not terrible, but I just rolled out of bed about 15 minutes ago. So it's either that this hat or You're my inspiration that head of hair. Um, yeah, I'm curious. Okay. Do you think teams should mess with their lineups? Like baseball is all about fighting through the highs and lows of a long season, but you don't have that time in a short series. So would you, would you bounce Donaldson to the bench today? I mean, that would mean what you'd have to put, Cabrera at third base or IKF at third base or something like that. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause I think I, I know he hasn't really hit all year long, but there's just something in him that I think could, he could change a game quicker than an IKF could, you know, I think he's got the pop to do it as a bats have not looked good. I'm not saying they look good, but he's a guy that can, can't, he can turn it on at any moment. Almost like, you know, we saw Schwarber really, really struggle. And then all of a sudden kind of come out of it. That's what they're hoping for. I think they could make some change. I think the shortstop position is one. I don't think Carpenter is going to be out there in left field anymore. So I think you have to probably put Cabrera in left, Stanton at DH. And then the only way to get Donaldson out of lineup is to put Ikef at third and put Peraza at short. I don't know if they're willing to do that. I don't think so either. I think they're willing to, if they go down, they'll go down with this sort of lineup and they'll do. I think Peraza and Cabrera could both be in the lineup today. I think Ikef might begin the day off. I would agree with that. 
Today's edition of Baseball Today presented to you by SeatGeek. So the playoffs are here in full swing. You want to go to a game in Houston, New York, Philadelphia. If there's another one in San Diego, let SeatGeek do all the heavy lifting for you. So I need you to follow a few little special instructions. Pick up your phone, go to your app store, download the SeatGeek app. And if you use and you want to buy tickets to a playoff baseball game, an NFL game, a college football game, an NBA game, an NHL game, you want to go to a concert, they are there to help out. In fact, if you use the promo code JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS, that's all caps and all one word, JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS, you will save 10% on your order, whether you are a first-time buyer or not. That's a big deal because usually this is reserved for first-time participants. No. If you've used the app before and you used a code before, you can use this one again and get 10% off your order. That's awesome. One thing we all love about the SeatGeek app, it doesn't just save you money. It helps point you in the right direction of the best deals for your seats. They rate each seat on a scale of 0 to 10. They market green is good, red is bad. So they do some serious homework because some of those apps, you get on them and you're looking you're like, are these seats any good? SeatGeek tells you. They make it easy for you. So download the SeatGeek app today. John Boy Playoffs is the code. All caps, all one word. Save 10% on your order. And invite Trevor Plouffe. He's looking for something to do. National League Championship Series, travel day, day off. Phillies, Padres tied at a game apiece. But San Diego was really, really in dire straits. It looked like midway through this game. They were down. Four runs midway through. How much was San Diego's five-run fifth-inning rally a pivotal turning point perhaps in the entire series? I'm going to point to a different pivotal point. How about that? I think the bottom of the second was pivotal. You get down 4 nothing on some real bad luck there. You get the sun ball. You get some blue pits. Jury kind of flubs one at first base that probably could have turned two, saved a run. So 4 nothing. And then Drury comes back, hits the homer, Bell hits the homer. To cut that lead in half right there, to get it back to two, I think allowed them to have that five-run inning. It's just a different kind of a bat going up there down four runs than down two runs. And they had a great uh, five-run inning there, a lot of different contributions. Drury and Bell again coming in there. It's nice to see Soto hit one. But I think them answering back. We always talk about shutdown innings. You get those four runs, man. The Phillies really could have used shutdown innings there, but it gets Nola gets pumped twice, cuts the lead in half. And I think that to me, and 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 Drury said it after the game as well. He said, It's nice for me to get one back. <clears throat> but then when Bell cuts it to two, he's like, I knew we were right back in the game. So I think that was kind of the mentality. And I think that was even more pivotal than the five runners. Yeah, probably. And yeah, so let me correct myself. It wasn't for nothing when they exploded in the fifth. Obviously, I forgot about those couple runs they got there. So that was enormous. Um, I love the image of Kim sliding across home plate, by the way. And we'll <laughs> talk about Austin Nola's <laughs> knock against his brother. That was unbelievable. That was really fun. And um, just as pivotal, and there's not a time I could mention it, but the Padres bullpen coming through, dude. They've been there the entire postseason. Like, this game wasn't done after that fifth inning, particularly with Philadelphia's lineup and the way that it can explode at any time. You can ask the Atlanta Braves about that. So, you know, I wouldn't say that if San Diego ends up winning this, that we're going to circle that fifth inning because, you know, five spots in the playoffs don't happen very often, although it's now happened for San Diego in consecutive series. Um, 
and twice in the last three games for them. But yeah, I mean, I think there's just a ton of moments and that's what's going to happen over a seven game series. I think you have a hard time remembering one thing in game two where you were like that changed the entire series. I think it's a cute little storyline. Well done. Not willing to say it's the entire thing. No, Phillies had their chances to resets the homer there. And then Bryce comes up with a runner on base and uh, ends up hitting into a double play, a beautiful double play. And I mentioned this earlier. It was the same exact play that Bohm zooed in the first game, you know, threw it into right field. Machado and yep. Kim end up turning this one. And like that little subtle difference that that's not so subtle you know, over a seven game series, like those mistakes can end up hurting you. It didn't end up hurting Philly in the first game, but man, look out for that defense uh, in the rest of the series. Yeah. All right. Scale of one to 10. How cool was Austin Nola's RBI knock against his brother, Aaron? It was awesome. I wish these guys, like none of the Nola family shows any emotion. Like uh, Aaron on the mound is pretty stoic. Austin, like if I get a hit off my brother, man, I am like, I know it's the playoffs and you're and you're and you're down some runs still, but like they're so stoic, man. And even the dad, I think he's so emotional that he couldn't even show emotion. They showed the replay of him right there. Look at he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, dude. But it was well, so cool. I I I mean, I mentioned the only time I faced my brother was on the streets in Castaic playing wiffle ball, and then we had an alumni game. Uh, when I was at Crespi High, I got a base knock off him, but I know I'll never forget that at bat. I can only imagine what it's like to do that in a big league game and then into playoffs too. I mean, that was, was nice. Well, the Nola, the Nola kids are a good old Louisiana family. So when I was listening to the talk, the parents, I thought I was listening to Bobby Boucher for a second. So they had, you know, the deep Southern accent and all that. And just the shot of even the two brothers warming up before the game next to each other, right? There's Aaron doing his thing, just getting ready to pitch and, 50 feet away, his brother is playing long toss with Blake Snell. Um, everything about it was great. And, and this isn't the first time we've seen brothers compete against one another. It is the first time we've ever seen a brother pitch to a brother in the postseason. And that's what made it so different. Um, I mean, I've always wondered stuff like back in 1997, when my then Cleveland Indians were facing the Baltimore Orioles in the ALCS, Sandy Alomar's behind the plate. Roberto Alomar is up. I think it was the 11th inning of game six struck out looking to end the series. And Sandy makes a beeline for the mound to go celebrate with Jose Mesa. And all I could think about was, Oh my God, he just left his brother back at the <laughs> ranch. Like it is, it's a weird thing because you know, you're both competing for the ultimate goal in sports and you don't want to see your brother like sad. I think you don't care about seeing each other sad right now, man. They want to, they want to be happy. It's, it's, it's fun. I don't know. That's uh, I like that the, it's like Austin He's actually like a really good player back there. And he's a big part of why San Diego is uh, where they're at. Aaron gets most of the press, got the contract. He's a stud. We get that. So I like that the older brother got that knock yesterday. You call him the underdog, right? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have like a forty-five or fifty million dollar deal. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Not yet. Hey, go be a postseason hero, Carlos Beltran. Ha. All right, better visual. Bills quarterback Josh Allen at the Padres game in a San Diego jersey, 
or Yankees game one starter Jamison Tyone heading back to the team hotel on a bike taxi? I'm going to go with Tyone only because I've done that multiple times in multiple cities. It's, it's fun, dude. And there are just times where you don't want to wait around. The buses, the bus times don't line up with when you're ready to go. And you're just like, you know what? Let me walk out of the stadium, fetch me a taxi and go. I've done that in Houston. I've probably not that same guy, but I've done it in Houston. I've done it in Colorado. And I want to say I did it in Seattle once. That's a great way to get around people. I would uh, suggest doing that because you can weave in and out of traffic. You don't have to do all those things. So Tyone knows, man, he's a veteran. By the way, I didn't know what to call it. Is that a bike taxi? Am I right yeah. on that? Or is it yeah? Bike taxi, yeah. I wanted to see like a rickshaw. You know, that's where the dude's grabbing it by the handles and running it. There's no <laughs> bike involved. There was one time where my dad, myself, and my like uncle, it's like my dad's cousin, I call my uncle, whatever. We're and they're big boys. Like I'm like the runt, like they're big boys. And we were all were on one bigger taxi together and this guy was struggling dude there was no e-bike this dude was going through the gears trying to get to the lowest one trying to get us home man it was pretty funny that was in colorado why would it i, I mean there's no way you could do that with how many people were in it there's three it was bigger it was a bigger one than that i think i have video of it somewhere should i should I look it up i mean don't you need multiple drivers on that one dude no this guy these guys, Kaz, this is their workout, man. They're getting it in. This guy was standing the whole time. You know when you have to like really exert yourself on a bike, you stand up and press those pedals? He probably retired after that. I was like, this is not worth it. It's not worth yeah, it. That's, there's no way. Um, I want to know who was next to Josh Allen, by the way. Oh, so yeah, it was Hoffman and you're the guy in between. You didn't know who that was? No, no, I'm not talking about them. You didn't see on the selfies? Uh-uh. He was taken? his girlfriend i mean nfl quarterbacks they just strike it rich on so many levels okay good for josh man i'm curious why you know he's a central california kid so i wonder why i obviously couldn't listen to the game i could watch it yesterday so i'm wondering if they ever talked about why he's a padres guy i didn't hear him mention that but yeah i also didn't know he was from central california i thought he went to north dakota no, he went to Wyoming. He went to school in Wyoming. Wyoming junior college. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's from he's from Central uh, California. Of course, he is yep. the best quarterback in the league. California guy. All right, what else do you have coming up? You guys are doing talking baseball each and every day, which is cool. That's it, man. Uh, check out the streams tonight. Jimmy and Jake will be on there. Uh, Yankees Astro streaming. Uh, it's a fun time. You either see them really happy or really sad. And yeah, check that out. This is a big one. This is a big one for them in the entire office. You know, to win four out of five against Houston if they lose tonight. But I think Sevy, listen, Sevy pitched great. He dodged some real early trouble in game three against Cleveland and pitched exceptionally well. I don't, you know, I expect him to do the same. But Framber Valdez is he's been a he's been great. You can plug it mm -hmm. in tonight. He'll give up two or three runs in six innings and maybe less. Curveball's nasty. We'll see. It'll be a ton of fun. Uh, latest episode of the Rose Rotation will drop tomorrow, I believe. We're going to uh, interview Stephen Brault. Obviously, my schedule's been a little wonky. I appreciate everybody's patience. It'll be well worth the wait. But we are back here again on Friday. We'll do this Friday morning. You good with that? I'm good. Okay. Awesome.
So we will see you then for our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke, and Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. Thanks for tuning in to Baseball Today.